I don't know why they call them chasers. It's not like those can run real fast. Double vodka with hot brownie chasers. He just wanted to watch me eat it. Naked. I can't say that. That's dirty. Chasers will do anything to get into your pants. I love them. Well, hey there. How are you? Welcome to another fabulous Chubbs Gone Wild. This is episode 503, recorded on July 17th, 2023, where it is currently 102 outside. Yeah. Yeah, they probably. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let me double check. I know it's going to get to that. Right now, I think it's only still in the 90s. 94. It's like a, a cool day. Yes. Yeah, it kind of is. But yes, you were correct. We are expected to get up to 102 by 4 p.m., which is uh, better than the 106 to 9 that we got yesterday. They're not agreeing on what it actually was. But hey, here we are. And I am so, so thankful for that new air conditioning unit they put in last year because let me tell you, every year in this, this streak of hot weather, it was like butt cleat, butt uh, cheeks clenched, just hoping that it held out, you know, having to do the little manipulation of, okay, it's the hottest part of the day, got to turn it off and just sweat for a couple hours and whew, yeah. It's just been beautiful. So, yay. Anyway, it is 49 uh, days until Labor Day, 89 until Canadian Thanksgiving, 106 till Halloween, and 161 until Christmas. Well, and since it is 106 days of Halloween, well, it's time to start celebrating. Time to get out those autumn decorations and and that's what well, I. You're already late, according to QVC. They're already on Christmas in July, so. Uh, yeah, but you gotta see. They have to start earlier to sell us the thing so that we can put it up now. So, not that late, just a switch. Anyway, I have been resisting having wanting to watch all the witchy shows and indulge. Anyway, uh, don't forget. Speaking of our Halloween contest, which anyone who sends us anything, an email, a Facebook message, or a comment, a voice message, uh, uh, send us lunchbox pics, whatever, uh, you will be entered into the contest. And, uh, yeah. Let me ask you this. Would would a dick pic qualify? Well, yeah, as long as it was, like, theirs. If they just sent someone else's, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, right, that technically is is against the rules of dick pics. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's dubious intent right there. Yeah, although if I send a dick pic, you know it's not mine. Well, yes. Although you know, with all the weight you lost, maybe you can, you know. I still can't find it, so it's not going to stop. Oh, um, speaking of uh, dubious intent. 
which no longer exists, however. Um, we just got contacted to be in the new Pride 48. The uh, final. Yes, the final Pride, 40, Pride 48, which will be uh, September 15th. 15th through the 17th. What, what? 15th December. through the 17th. Yes, of September. And I, I'm very sad. Um, I'm, I am, I'm very sad about it, but at the same time, I understand it's a lot of work to pull something like that off. And, and, uh, the boys and the suits and stuff that do that, um, I give them a lot of praise for all the yeah, work. I mean, we, we give them a lot of credit, but you know, it only goes as far as, you know, the, the listeners and the, you know, and the showing up for it. Absolutely. And, and, and the, uh, and the podcasts are showing up for it. So it's like, um, you know, I mean, they do a lot of work behind the scenes, but they get the appreciation when everybody falls into line and, and, and participates. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, we past years, it's a decline. People just end up waiting for the episode to come on air and don't share the whole weekend. Cause that's, it's actually quite fun and it's a great way of hearing new podcasts. Absolutely. I've actually picked up a, a couple. In fact, I've ended up finding a wow guild because of it so it's uh it's it's expansive and broad-reaching yeah you suck that down suck it anyway <laughs> sorry you gotta watch the video if you want to know what i was talking about oh. all right hey patreon offers folks a way to support creators who receive rewards not open to the general public like special podcasts videos books and more and we want to thank our current patrons clint Nephi, Nick, DJ, Sausage, Frances, Univaz, Eric, Sean, Charles, Brother Sinatus, Phoenix Dave, Kingsley, Moose P. Please visit patreon.com slash Game to find out how you can join all of our fun projects and uh, keep up to them and, and everything for as little as a dollar a month. And I am about to post on our Patreon uh, writing that I did last night about summer memories from uh growing up on the ranch from the time uh up until i was 10 years old so uh, very interesting very interesting to me i don't know if it'll be interesting to others but uh, the people that have heard it so far seem to be all like oh my god that was so cool i learned so much about your youth i'm like (laughs) memory yes that's wonderful yeah so despite what Tom says and thinks. I didn't say anything. People do like me. At least a couple out there like me. Yeah, I know there's a couple that do. Yeah. I mean, uh, let me list them. Anthony Fine Nick, DJ Sausage from the... <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's see. Wait, those are those are people that like you? Oh, okay. Well, like me at least enough for a dollar... <laughs> Nephi just did it because he didn't want to be left out, I think. But, uh, yeah, we appreciate his support, too. All right. Well, history. Today, uh, in July 17th, in 1955, Disneyland, Walt Disney's metropolis of nostalgia, fantasy, and futurism, opened. And uh, the $17 million theme park was built on 160 acres of former Orange Groves in Anaheim, California, and soon brought in staggering profits. 
Today, Disneyland hosts more than 18 million visitors a year who spend close to $3 billion. And that's a piece. Disneyland. That's a piece. Yeah. Because I've been to Disneyland and now, I mean, a day pass is <laughs> I outrageous. I don't yeah. know. It was, it's, it's somewhere in the, I think it's in like the $150 range or is it up to 200 now? It's ridiculous. And then, um, you, to eat in the park, mm. um, because you, I mean, you can go out of the park and walk to one of the, restaurants that's near it but i mean it's like walking back to the car from a like if you're in a sporting thing and you walk all the way back to the car and it's in like oh fuck this i'm just gonna go home i'm not gonna you know i'm not walking back and so uh, it's it's you so you are it's like being at a resort hotel out in the middle of nowhere. Everything's great, but you have to eat their food. You have to drink their, mm-hmm. their liquor. You have to, you can't, you can't really go out and explore. And that's how Disneyland is. Disneyland, California adventure. They do have the Disney, downtown Disney right there, uh, which is kind of in between the two parks, but you're basically eating Disney again. So, you know, I mean, there's other restaurants, but they're, you know, they're they're in business with Disney, so it's Disney, 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 which yeah. is great. But oh, there's just a lot of walking already in the park, mm-hmm. and, um, and uh, oh, and and you can only pay for food through an app now, is what I hear. What? And there's no cash exchange uh, in crazy. in the food food things. It's all huh. apps. Mm. Heaven forbid wow. they have a Wi-Fi downfall, huh? Oh yeah, no kidding. Yeah, so, but uh, it's it's a, it's a very different place than it was when I lived down there in the eighties. <sighs> yep, I I went down in the I uh, went down there when I was about twenty five, twenty six, and uh, it was it was something then. So now it's just like the world. I mean, I mean, it is a fabulous place. It's, yeah. it's gorgeous to look at, uh, every corner. There's a good, you smell popcorn or you smell cotton candy or you smell something good cooking and being served churros over there. And you know, oh, it's, yeah. and the, so it's, it's the senses are on fire with, with smell and taste and sounds mm-hmm. and Lights. sights. Yeah. And, um, uh, and, and then the feel part of your, you know, the, the, where you feel it's mm-hmm. sore feet and it's hot. Uh-huh. A lot of times it's hot down there. Um, especially during the summer, but they don't care. I mean, not Disney. The patrons don't care. It's like, yeah. it's Disneyland. Ah. Yep. Yeah. I remember too, uh, a few things here and there, but one is uh, all the walking and what's uh, the, the the Caribbean the the Pirates of the Caribbean where you basically were on a very boring ride and then suddenly you dropped off you know into the it was scary I didn't see that coming yeah yeah sure well, they most, changed most that up the, to make uh, it not so racist well the, yeah they've cleaned that up yeah they no longer have the woman being chased around by a drunk uh, pirate. Uh-huh. You know, really? calling her a winch. Get back here. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, 
I mean, if I had the money, I wouldn't mind going again, but I would have to make sure I could walk around all that far because I think just getting from the parking lot to the front door, I'd be like, I'm done. Yeah, that's it. I mean, seriously, it, it, that would be um, six months ago. That would have been it for me. I'd be yeah. like, get me the wheelchair at the car. Uh, if you expect me to be able to be productive at all during this thing. Right. And then it's not just that, but then you have to wait in lines. Hour yeah. long lines that yeah. move, you know, for, for a, a, like a three minute ride, hour long rides that you're standing in. And it's usually shaded. Most of the time it's shaded. Um, it, no, not most of the time, but a lot of times you're in shade, mm-hmm. but still it's hot and uh, it's, yeah. But then yeah. that's the joy of going to an amusement park. It doesn't matter. It could be Dollywood. It could be, uh, really? you know, the Six Flags. It's all wait for that three-minute right. ride. And that's why you have to do it like I did, where we had uh, developmentally disabled uh, patients with us. So we oh, had thought, to, okay. to skip. They would take us in the back way, and we'd be able to get on the rides. And uh, we did the, um, the uh, what do you call it, the Indiana Jones Adventure. When that was there, that was interesting. That was kind of fun. That's yeah, so a chiropractor's dream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I still remember the, um, actually, this was in Vegas, though, uh, when uh, Mr. Clint uh, went on the Star, the, uh, the Star Trek ride, and it was the Borg. When the Borg invaded, it was the big Borg thing. And basically what they would do is when it, the Borg came on and said, you will be assimilated. Resistance is futile. And then these things would like pop from the chair, like on the sides and start like, like hitting you. Yeah. Like, I mean, they weren't like needles, of course, but they were like, you, you felt like you were being stabbed and assimilated. Well, they also came up from the bottom of the chair and, uh, well, it, it, you know, just, <laughs> started trying to invade invade him what shall we say <laughs> he uh, let out quite a, a holler and leapt up and uh well yeah caused the scene um so. yeah they had those in the um i think it was a honey i shrunk the kids ride as well yeah and um um and everybody else seemed to have a problem i i didn't have any problem with anything <laughs> and you're like wow i didn't know this was an adult ride i should have worn something different (laughs) oh anyway well let's uh look at today's affirmation today is well let me show you how often i do that one uh here we are i take excellent care of my body i am (laughs) healthy shut up i am healthy beautiful and filled with energy Uh uh-huh yeah well We'll just say, wow, that's so accurate, isn't it? I know. It, it's like it knows you. Yeah. And deep breath out. Okay. Well, let's see. Did we accidentally celebrate any holidays today? There's only one way we can find out. Hey, did you have, did you hug your kids today? Yeah. Okay, good. Because it's global. Hug your kids day. Uh-huh. Uh, get out of the doghouse. Peach Nothing. ice cream. No, it doesn't sound good to me either. Uh, oh, National Tattoo Day. Let's see him. There he is. Hi, Teddy. Uh, World Day for International Justice. 
Yeah, where is that? Yeah, I'd like to see that happen more often. Yeah, exactly. Uh, World Emoji Day. Smiling face. Uh, Wrong Way Corrigan. Corrigan. Wrong Way Corrigan Day. Isn't that a football thing? Uh, oh, yeah. Actually, I guess you're right. I'm not looking it up. Uh, yeah. Oh, Yellow Pigs Day. Yellow Pig? Yeah, I didn't know there were yellow pigs. Oh, that may be my other tattoo. <laughs> That's a dirty pig. No. Uh, yellow pig, uh, yellow pig day. In the U.S., we celebrate the number 17 with yellow pig day on July 17th. Although this might sound like a pork appreciation day, it's actually a day to enjoy the wonders of myth- mathematics and particularly the special properties of the number 17. Blah. Why don't you just call it number 17 day? Well, you know, this is not, that's why it's an emoji day. Cause on the emojis, when you send the date, date, you know, like, uh, a date for the calendar, it shows July 17th. Oh. You know, oh. the one, the one that's in the emojis that's, that's, uh, uh okay. yeah, it's, it's July 17th. Interesting. I never noticed that. Yeah, I, I can't I can't remember. I think it was last year or the year before I uh, somebody had mentioned that and I went, oh, let me look. Oh, they're right. Huh. That's rare that somebody's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, let's uh, wish the people some happy birthdays. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, it's Lance Navarro's birthday today. I already wish happy birthday. birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Mr. Navarro. And uh, if you want to see more of Mr. Navarro, you can see all of Mr. Navarro, like so much of Mr. Navarro that you never even thought you'd ever seen before. Well, just jump over to Twitter and look up his name. Or just go to the Gay uh, Sex Show um, Twitter page. Uh, well, yes. I mean, you can always find him there. Yes, you can. I, I recently uh, sharing his everything is everything. But the most interesting things that I, I actually think that he does is when he does his tantric uh, orgasmic um, moments. Have you seen those? No, I have not. Where he doesn't touch himself. He doesn't. He do, he just has like he just lays there and builds himself up and builds himself up. And suddenly he's going full blast, shall we say. Well, you've got that new guy that likes to uh, come on screen. So that's always fun. Oh. Oh, which oh. the one where the he, one pulls up, he, he pulls out the sucking the thing, the machine, and then he sits there and you wait and then. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Oh, I think I know which one you're talking yeah, about. There's I, so yeah. many. I, I don't know. I can't yeah, keep track of all of the, the men over there anymore. Anyway, so upcoming birthdays. Happy birthday to Andres. Andres. Uh, Andrew, and uh, we've got uh, Bradley, Ken, oh, Patron Charles, happy birthday, Patron Charles, uh, and uh, oh, uh, he likes to go up to the woods, which is a, a resort where you uh, take off all your clothes with other men and play around. Yes, I've seen him there. Yes. I mean, not oh, personally. Really? Oh, I not know personally, you. I've seen pictures of him there. Yes. Yes, uh, so actually I think it's really cool that he does that. Uh, we also have happy birthday to Tim Matthew Manuel, 
uh, Wendy, Mary Locke, all oh, that Mary, she is uh, formerly of the, oh my gosh, I am not even going to remember that podcast name, I am so sorry, but she had the most wonderful little poodle named Frodo that I made a theme song for. Oh. Uh, we also have uh, happy birthday to Todd, to Dawn. Goodness. Oh, yes, I see. July 17th. I never noticed that before. Never, never, never. Well, I'm here to share. Thank you. Uh, Vanessa, Brian, Jared, Taylor. Yes, Taylor. Hello, Taylor. And uh, Bear. Mm, handsome Bear. All right. Uh, and that's that's that for now. So happy birthday, everybody. Oh, I see your cakes. Oh, wait, uh, your birthday cakes. Yes, make sure I specify. All right, well, what we got in the feedback? That's right, nothing. Oh, well, mm-hmm, womp womp. Oh, that does spark a memory, though. We had, uh, you know what? I'll look for that during your, your week, so we're not holding stuff up here, but. Uh, see if I can find that. Uh, anyway, but we do have no, some no, the one thing you one thing I just want to mention that uh, mm-hmm. when you say no feedback, no entries in our ho- holiday uh, Halloween fear whatever. Uh, yes, our, our giveaway contest. Yes. Yes. No. 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 In, no f- feedback entries. Nobody gets entered, and that's wrong. That's true. Especially here on Halloween kickoff day here oh i know and and such a a fun i can't even tell you i already got some of the stuff that's going to go in the package it's so neat so uh anyway all right um that up a little bit later and chub hugs well we do have some chub hugs we want to send out uh one of them we want to send out to that sweet tessa mr moose's tessa we hope that to I, I hope we hear something soon. Yeah. Um, In a couple days. So. Yeah. So I hope that she is doing well. And there's a oh, well, you, there's a gift that just keeps giving. Um, we've got so many, so many people that are have pets that are going through rough times and things. It just well, our, our dear friend uh, Jason lost uh, um, one of his uh, cocker spaniels yesterday. That's true. And so, uh, so uh, it's been coming uh, for a while, but yeah. Well, you know, the it, thing it is, he's got, he's got a bunch blow. of he's got a bunch of old, you know, pups, and yeah. um, you know, they're all getting to that age, unfortunately. Right. Yeah, and that that sucks. I remember our our friend Heather. Um, she had six cats. A mother that, when she was a year old, had five, four kittens. And she kept all four of the kittens and the mother. And then uh, they were all within a year of each other. And they all passed within like a year or like a year and six months. And it's like, uh, it's just so hard. But you imagine that many. That's awful. So anyway, um, what else we got chub hugs? There's so many people that need them. I can't even, I can't even tell you. So Send a mask one out. Yes. Just a chub hug to everybody. All right. And moving into celebrity news. Well, trans model and 
Mm. Oh, that that would that's a note for from you, I believe. So I'll let you take that one. Oh, um, second. Um, let's see. Uh, well, you were supposed to read it because it was about. I, I corrected myself, like you okay. had been. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll. Okay, go ahead. So, transgender model uh, and actor Ricky Valley Cole, Ricky Valley Cole, was crowned Miss Netherlands and will go on to complete and compete for Miss Universe. She has not won Miss Universe like Tom misspoke last week, but she is very close. He was very close. He was very close. He yes. was very close. Oh, you were very close. Got it. Yes. Okay. So, okay. Well, that's cool. I I don't know that person. So, I have to look her up. Uh, oh, Dolly Parton says she would rather drop dead on stage than opt for retirement. The 77-year-old country star said so while on the Greatest Hits radio show. 77. Uh, she's another one. She and Cher and Barbara and Bet. Barry uh, and uh, um, let's see. Uh, Paul they they're all hitting that eighty mark right now. Jane yeah. Fonda and Lily Tomlin are already in their eighties. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's going to be ugly soon. I I I mean, talk about the the i the the big some of the biggest icons in of gay icons. I mean, our community is just going to be devastated. Anyway. Uh, Jason Aldean was rushed after uh, off stage after experiencing heat stroke during a Connecticut concert. Aldean, uh, probably pronouncing that wrong, was no, forced, what's that? You're right. Oh, okay, uh, was forced to stop the concert midway through, postponing his Connecticut uh, tour stop for a later date. That sucks. Um, okay, celebrity deaths. VH1's The Ex-Life star Denise Russo died from accidental overdose. Russo died from toxic effects of fentanyl and methamphetamine. Uh, Jane Birkin, singer and inspiration behind the Hermes Hermes Birkin bag, died at 76. The French icon, best known for her song Je te mets mon bleu, uh, died, <laughs> died on it Sunday. It was perfect, by the way. Perfect. But it was close. Anyway, uh, Andrea Evans, the soap star, best known for portraying double, troubled teenager Tina Lord on One Life to Live, died July 9th uh, at 66, which... I I remember watching her, although I'll tell you, she was a troubled teenager. I barely remember that. But uh, we watched One Life to Live, and I remember actually really liking her character and wanting her not to be such a bad girl. But, you know, back then, I just wanted everybody to get along, but she was always so bad. Um, but she turned out to be, what's her name, sister? The the blonde woman the who was like the lead woman in that or like ever i don't 
Yeah, didn't. you're you're talking to somebody who's never watched One Life to Live. Gotcha. Okay. Well, for those that did, yeah, Tina Lord. It's very sad. It's she was a fun character. Uh, but you know the um the the Denise Russo that died of the uh, fentanyl and and methamphetamine minted. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm looking at this thinking that it's spelled wrong because, but anyway, point being, there was another death that happened recently. Actually, there were two other celebrity deaths that happened recently that were uh, that they said was a result of fentanyl, and I hate that not only because it happened, but also because every time I hear another fentanyl death, all I can hear is the Republicans going, "Aha, we don't have to worry about you know things we really should worry about, but let's do this." Well, well, remember when I was uh, telling you, it was either last week or the week before that I heard on some show that they were, you know, that the 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 reason why the the conservatives were bad mouthing the whole um, COVID vaccine was because they wanted to make sure that a large group of people who normally don't like vaccines anyway um, would avoid the vaccine and ultimately die because that's their goal is to have those people die. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, uh, and what did they do? They went after, they, it goes after the old elderly and, and the, uh, and the, uh, uh, the people, people of color, BIPOC people. people. Of color. Okay. That's, that's how we yes. And it's, I'm not going to say colored people like that jackass in, in the Senate or whatever the other day. Did you hear about that? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah. He's, he's testifying about, uh, you know, the same old, you know, wokeness and, or, or all this stuff in the military. And he actually said colored people. And thankfully, one of the, the black women care people stood up and said, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. And then had it stricken from the, you know, from the. Oh, they shouldn't have stricken it. They should keep it in there. Left it in and showed what a right. fucking racist asshole he is. Because well, you know, you know what, that's what what's out of your done. mouth. You're saying that shit in private, too. You should have. She should have thrown her shoe at him. I find oh, that's very effective. That. Of course, that's all they need is crazy black woman freaks uh-huh. out in Congress, you know. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I know it, it's it's a it's a no win on that one, but like, boy, it would have been funny. Do you do you know uh, that one of the things that I mean is a real bad no no is calling a black person uppity. Yes, I, you know, I heard that the other day, and it's like I never thought about it. I would never, you know, because it, it's it, not in my vernacular. But then all of a sudden, it was like, oh. That's really interesting, and now I've noticed it. I've noticed people doing that, and I was just like, "Oh hell no!" I think I was one that told you about you it. Probably you, you may yeah. very well have been because yeah. it's like, uh, I mean, it was always like around, you know, when I was a kid, it was that was a no no, and that was in the sixties and the seventies. That was not wow. something you referred to. See, I never heard. But it. you hear it in old movies. Hmm. You know, and and um, it was like, you know, it's like, you know, you're not supposed to say those kind of things. Okay, I'm not. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, uh, it's amazing what 
comes out of some of these people's mouths nowadays. And they're just not not the slightest bit ashamed. No, no, because they think that um, certain people in this country are only five-eighths human. Yeah. (laughs) I know. It just, it (laughs) makes my skin crawl Mm -hmm. to think that that was actually thrown around as uh, a thing. Uh, Just, yeah. Okay, moving on. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Okay, so actually, now Tom wants to talk to you about... There's so much. First of all, um, anybody that is questioning why the actors and the writers are on strike needs to watch episode one of Black Mirror, the new season. It's all about AI and what the effects of AI can do and could be. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you watch it, you're going to be like going, okay, this, this was made two years ago. Boy, did they time this well, you know, I mean, you look at it because they, they do say that you can go you go watch an old episode of Black Mirror and you're going to find something that's critical today in today's lives. You know, like um, the one where the woman was so freaked out on her um, lack of likes mm. that mm. it destroyed her life. Um, so, yes, you it's uh, Black Mirror is amazing. The new episode or the first episode of the new season very much tells why AI is dangerous, mm-hmm. especially dangerous considering that AI will be controlled by the producers and the studio heads and they can, and once they've signed you up, they can do whatever they want with your shit. Even Tom Hanks was saying, you know, I could be dead for years and still be making movies. He made it sound like a good thing. I'm wondering if he was just commenting and it wasn't like supporting of the AI situation. Right. Anyway, fact, it's, uh, it's, it's all freaking me out right now. Well, I mean, and, right, and, right now and, you and I could be, they could, they could turn us into AIs. Uh, at least because, I would be able to read better. Well, because they've got 502 episodes that they can look at and mm-hmm. pull from our voices, pull from our mannerisms mm-hmm. and do whatever they want with us. Yeah. Um, Whoopi actually made a comment about she doesn't when she's dead she doesn't want to be an AI she doesn't want to have that technology you know. I mean we thought it was technology. really fun when uh, remember it was uh, Fred Astaire was dancing with the broom in yes. that one. wow that's neat but you know he's rolling in his fucking grave. Right. Well, you know I've I've actually been using uh, AI a bit recently in um like spell right. and grammar checking certain things and actually uh working with it to uh newsletters um writing blurbs for newsletters so that i can you know free up some time to do other things and uh it's it is interesting but it is also scary interesting just how well it does so anyway moving so- on I'm on my uh, first week, uh, or my uh, second week now of no cable. Ooh. And I've experienced really no problem. The only problem I have is MSNBC. They will, you can only get MSNBC in streaming mm-hmm. or, uh, well, in streaming if you are associated with a cable service. Uh-huh. And and when I said, I, I sent them a letter going, okay, what what is this? And they go, well, 
we can't do full hour live programming. You know, it's just something we're not ready for. And it's like fucking channel three here in Sacramento on my Peacock. I get live broadcasts, Paramount Plus, CBS locally, live broadcast. All we're saying is, all all I'm saying is just have a channel that shows, you know, MSNBC live with commercials. I'll watch your fucking commercials. But that was the only thing. Otherwise, I I haven't really noticed a difference except for the DVR, which, you know, but then um, that means I have to watch um, QVC and the news at the time the QVC and the news are on. Right. Which, which, you know, it's just, that's just a practice remembering what times are on and what I want to see. You know, if I want to watch In the Kitchen with David, I have to be there nine o'clock on Sunday morning or five o'clock on Sunday, uh, Wednesdays afternoons. So, Mm -hmm. but you know, that's, that's easy enough. And, uh, so it's been good. It's all been good. Uh, uh, you know, you can watch a lot of the MSNBC shows on YouTube, right? Yeah. But I I just, I just want to watch a live broadcast because I, I like seeing, I like watching the local news, which gives me, you know, there's traffic on 50 Uh and, and, you know, there's some, uh, uh, there was a, some kid that was run over in a, you know, walkway in, in Roseville. And this is the weather to, this is what Trump said this week. This is what, you know, uh, DeSantis is saying now. They don't talk about that on the local news. Right. Only on the, only on these separate services. Cause even if you watch the nightly news on NBC, which I can on Peacock, um, because they have a live broadcast fuckers, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to get that kind of, you know, um, that kind of pointed um, reporting. I'm going to get a general outlook of what's going on in the world. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Okay. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Glamorous. Really enjoying Glamorous. Have you even started it yet? I haven't started yet, but I'm I'm here. I mean, this doesn't matter, but I'm hearing so many people with mixed reviews. And it's it just goes right back. To gaze shit all over everything gay. It, it's just annoying the hell out of me. But yes, yeah. I will be watching it. Yes. And, and it's, uh, um, the one episode they, uh, did a lip sync. Uh, they're stuck in P Town in a, in a rainstorm in a house, you know, that they're all sharing. So they decide to do a, uh, a musical number from, uh, uh, Chicago and it's hilarious. Nice. And, and uh, and way fun. Good times. Um, let's see. Um, oh, uh, on the bear, I, we finished the bear season two because they dropped it all at one time. I thought that was to get Emmy consideration, but that wasn't, that, that wasn't what they did it for. I don't know why they did it. Um, and, um, what was interesting was, remember I was telling you about the Christmas episode with Jamie Lee Curtis and she was like on fire as an actress. I mean, as well, an actor, she was incredible. And it was like the role to have. I mean, seriously, out of this whole show, she's only in two episodes and she kills in both. Not literally, but, but yeah. figuratively, she kills. Fantastic. So when the Emmy nominations came out, all I kept hearing, you know, usually you hear like someone going, I am so upset that, you know, Bowen Yang didn't get nominated for Saturday Night Live. Okay. Whatever. 
uh, this year it was Jamie Lee Curtis to get a nomination. I'm burning Hollywood down. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I kept going. I'm pretty sure that because the first season came out after the Emmys last year. Uh-huh. So this year, uh, the second season probably doesn't count because the first season's up for contention. And that's exactly what it was. You can't have basically you can't run two seasons in the same Emmy. Time oh, period. really? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, well, it's like you know, it's like uh, how Survivor and uh, yeah, uh, and some of the other things have multiple seasons. Well, they can only enter one. Hmm. So, it, and that makes sense. You, you don't want you don't want to, uh, them to go. Okay, well, up for. Um, well, see, RuPaul's Drag Race and RuPaul's All Stars can be a different show, but you really can't say, "Oh, we had RuPaul's Drag Race and RuPaul's Drag Race are both nominated for," and it's like, "What? Huh? That is what?" So, so I get it, I get it, and that's fine. But Jamie Lee Curtis will be up for contention next season, but of course, it's going to be a year later, so it might as well not yeah. even. Happen. But it's good to know that everyone loves her so much in this. And I, what I'm loving is that she's in her early sixties, like other people we know, mm-hmm. and she's having the best time of her life. Yes. You know, she's, um, and I, that's to me, that is, that says a lot. And we're seeing that a lot with a lot of actors, but I'm so happy for her. Cause you know, I've been watching her as you have since the seventies. Oh yeah. From Halloween on. And, uh, and she's always been a very big fan and um, supporter of the gay and lesbian community. So, and she is also a really big WoW player. Huh? Okay. Yeah. It just goes on. Um, I did fin- finish uh, Secrets of Sulphur Springs. Oh, you're gone. Keep going. Oh, Secrets of Sulphur Springs season three, and uh, and so. Um, I thought, okay, they're, 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 they're not going to carry this on anymore, anymore. They can't. And, but they are, they're carrying it on through, um, I, it looks like a, a fourth season. I'm frozen. I'm hoping I'm still, uh, going on, but I'm frozen. Well, I can still hear you. Oh, good. If you can hear me, that's all that matters. There we go. Oh, everyone. Tom's shirtless now. Oh. It was just, it was just too warm with that tank top on. Oh, yes. It, now it's just burning up. Okay. Uh, well, I figured, you know, I spent all last summer shirtless, mm-hmm. at least shirtless. We don't know if it's more than that. Yeah. Um, and you won't find out. Anyway, uh, but they ended season, season three of Sulphur Springs with another cliffhanger. And I'm like, okay, wow. let's see what happens. Uh, and we'll see if it, if it does show up. Um, uh, the great food truck race are down to the last three food trucks. Um, on last night's episode, they got rid of the ball guy, the ball guy. He, it's a, it's a Hawaiian group. Um, and the main guy that heads up the truck is bald. So they're the bald guys, the okay. bald guy. Um, and they do traditional Hawaiian food, uh, katsu and, uh, um, uh, you know, all the, the yummy Hawaiians, you know, pulled pork, the whole thing. Yeah. So, um, and, and it was weird because they, they, they got sent off. They got sent home and the rest of the crews were like crying, like, Oh my God. Cause they, they were, I think they were literally expected to win from day one. Huh. So, 
and and they were super nice people and that was that so uh let's see uh righteous gemstones uh which is on uh max still a fun show it's uh the uh, john goodman heads up a religious family a religious um family that's um the like a um uh, uh Tammy Faye Baker, the Baker's religious family, not, not just, not just the Connors religious. This is, these, these guys are, you know, they head up a church and they steal money from everybody because that's what they do. That's how they make their money. But right now the whole group of them are just a mess. All the kids are a mess. And John Goodman's like, why can't I find any fucking people to, to head this church? Uh, Am I going to have to do it until the day I drop? Which, yeah, I think he's going to have to. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Claim to Fame. So uh, finished first season, and the last three people that uh, were uh, relatives, they were relatives of Kiki Palmer, Dean Martin, and Jason D'Elia. D'Elia. Huh. Who I hear uh, had a, 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 he had a, like, heat, heat exposure problem during a concert just this week. Yeah. Yeah, so. Crazy. Um, but the second season started and, uh, the first three people that we found out, not all of them are gone, but the relatives we, we know are relatives of are Tom Hanks, Eddie Murphy and Neil degree, degree. Yes. Um, and, and so it's like, wow. I mean, that's a Oscar winner and Emmy Grammy winner. And, uh, and I think, uh, Tyson got the, uh, uh, like a not a Pulitzer, a uh, Nobel or something for uh, science. So I mean, we we got some major players here. Um, not like uh, you know Kiki Palmer and Jason Delano and Dean Martin, who's been dead, you know, forever. Right. So, um, but anyway, it was uh, and it's funny because the first person that got sent home was the Tom Hanks person, niece of Tom Hanks, and she was usually you know on these shows where they go. Okay, well, I'm just so glad that I got this chance to be on the show. Well, uh, she was like, she kind of cried and she was like very upset. And then as she's leaving, she's, she starts yelling while they're still filming. And she's like yelling, Oh, great. Because they have this, they have this board with, um, like, um, clues on it of people that are rel- the relatives of the people that are in the house. So they had a little green bench. And, and everyone immediately goes, okay, that's Forrest Gump, right? And so giving away that Tom Hanks's relative might be in the house. Uh-huh. And so uh, what happened was she's like going, and then they have a fucking green bench just right out of Forrest Gump. And even, you know, Quentin, who's dumb as fuck, knows that's Forrest fucking Gump. So I'm out of here on day one because these idiots don't know how to know you. And it was they're all kind of you know, sitting, waiting, going, um, are we supposed to react? Uh, are we are we still filming? Uh, but they kept filming to get the reactions of these poor people sitting there waiting to find out what tomorrow's holding for them while this person is screaming their head off. It was hilarious. Um, so episode two is worth it just to watch the closing credits. Um, let's see. Uh, um, okay. Uh Big Brother, oh, that's right. Uh, boy, I'll tell you, they're going to have another Big Brother out this later in the season, I guarantee you, because the writers are out, the actors are out. So that means CBS, 
well, all the networks are going to have to find something to fill time with new product. Well, yeah, and but aren't all the people in the show actors? Right. That's but uh, no, they're not considered actors. <laughs> uh, but that's game shows. That is, if, well, I think they can still do game shows. Mm-hmm. I think that's different writing, but these reality shows, all that stuff is doesn't fall into line with the writers or actors. Wow. And boy, boy, uh, to have a, well, I th- I've got this idea for a reality show. We'll do it. That's what they're going to do right now in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see. I saw the Fableman this week. Um, oh, yeah. over on Paramount Plus, and it is the Steven Spielberg, uh, Best Picture nominee that was up this last year, up against everything, everybody, always, uh, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, um, and honestly, them not picking it surprises me for Best Picture because it's about, it's about the early day, well, early days of Steven Spielberg's Hollywood, which meant that we're talking during the 60s. And what Hollywood was and, uh, and who he got. To, I mean, they only took him up through like 18, 19 years old, but it was all about filmmaking and what inspired one of the great directors of all times, uh, uh to make the films that, that he did. And, uh, uh, and then they picked crazy everything you've always wanted to know about everywhere and always. So, uh, it's, it's a surprise to me because it just seems like they're not. Hollywood's not awarding Hollywood. And that seemed weird. Um, but it was, it was a really good movie and it was, there's a whole other storyline that I did not see coming. And that was very, um, interesting that he would be putting that into a movie about his life. So hmm. one of those things I'd hide. Um, uh, fab- uh, let's see, uh, Emmys, the, the nominations came out. It was, Succession again was a big nominee. That horrible, just uh, us, to, uh, the the Last of Us was up um, for a lot of nominations. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, and then there was uh, for comedy. It was Ted Lasso, The Bear, and uh, uh, the marvelous Miss Maisel. So those are the the big nominees in that category. We'll see what happens. Uh, and it will actually we'll see if they have an Emmys. And if they do, is it going to be like the Emmys they had back during, I think it was the seventies or eighties where none of the actors showed up for it? Oh, wow. So they, they had, they just announced to one basically over, uh, they showed clips mm-hmm. and they said, and the winner is, cause that's the year Roseanne won, uh, for best actress. That's the oh. year. Um, oh, what was his name? Um, the guy won for playing, uh, oh, shit. I can see him and I can, I remember the movie very well. It doesn't matter. Jim Jones, the Jim Jones movie, uh, that the guy who started one because he was phenomenal and, and he, he actually showed up and picked up his award. He's like, fuck this. I'm not acting. I'm not writing. I'm picking up an award for something I already have done. Thank you. Right. And I'm like, yeah. okay, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, da, yeah. Oh, I saw Mateo. I've been, you know, since you brought up Mateo Lane and Brian brought up Mateo Lane and I watched his special. Um, I thought, well, let me see some of his other stuff. So right. I watched him make Italian food and that was boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, yeah, there was one episode, uh, one little tidbit on YouTube where, uh, he brings up his friend Nick 
And I'll tell you, Nick is far funnier than Mateo is. <laughs> and uh, so much for that he had Mateo doubling over in laughter. Uh-huh. And I know he's heard the this, this story before. He was talking about how Nick uh, has trouble on um, roller coasters. And uh, so much that he gets on the roller coaster and he's the guy that basically passes out until the end of the ride. So he's, yeah. his eyes are closed and he's just being thrown around. It's he, you know, like the woman that gets the bird in her face, uh, uh, basically. Um, he, and it was very funny. <laughs> and I'm thinking, wow, um, too bad Mateo isn't this funny. And, uh, oh, yeah. see, I think, I really think. Oh, you think funny, he's cute. But... And, and with that, you're giving you him know, a break I think to he's funny. thin, but I do think he's really funny. He, he's yeah. one of the few that can actually make me laugh. Okay. Um, I did see Ari Spears this weekend at the punch. Oh. Line. And, um, and it's, it's weird because I, I, I enjoyed it, but it was very, he crossed a lot of lines, um, huh. to the point of where, um, it got uncomfortable sometimes and, and everyone's laughing, including the people he was making fun of. But, um, I loved it when he was asking, uh, a gay guy if uh um if uh he, well he goes oh now sir who are you here with and he goes oh i'm here with my fiance oh oh okay all right well i'm glad you guys are here i hope you're having a good time he kind of backed off which huh. i thought was interesting because he had no problem doing squint uh tiny eye jokes to an uh, asian girl in the audience wow he, uh. i mean immediately it's just a to me it's just a uh, uh, a lazy, cheap joke. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, and, and then I was thinking about it and all he kept doing, he was, he was terrible to women during the show. All he talked about was their pussies. And, uh, and, and, and then he goes, yeah, and even have them braided. I like black women's pussy best. And then it's Mexican and then it's white. But I see this Asian girl over here. I'm thinking she might be moving up the ladder. And I'm like, ew. This is, oh. yeah, you know, and okay. maybe if it was Mateo Lane and he's talking about dicks, it might be funny. Maybe. I don't know. I think it but, plays better to a straight audience. I don't know. I'm just saying, um, I don't know. I just, yeah. I, I'm not um, sure how I, it made me feel. I mean, mm-hmm. I laughed a lot during the show. And, of course, they always preface this. And this is what a lot of them are doing nowadays. And when I say them, I mean comedians, not black men. But <laughs> right. Comedians are going over saying – you got to have a sense of humor about things. Just laugh. If it makes you laugh, laugh. Don't get upset because he did some transgender jokes. Uh, he did handicap jokes. And so, you know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I kind of agree, but at the same time, there's still got to be, there's some things that it's just like, dude, seriously, come on. Yeah, don't even, you know, it's it's much easier to go after, if you want, go after the gay guys or the fat people, because that's still acceptable um, in an audience. But, exactly. you know, but yes. yeah. right. So um, and then I did watch uh, uh, Is It Cake, too, because you told me to. Yes. And I know it's 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 not it's not anything you have to use brain power for, but it was just kind it's of Mikey fun. Day. It's Mikey Day. He's just trying yeah. too hard. And and you feel oh, yes. exhausted. you're exhausted at the end of the show. Yes, I agree it's, with you. And 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 um, so, I mean, if I need to kill 
Kill Time, I, I'll continue to watch it, but. Right. And that's the sad thing too, is that until episode three, it didn't actually get interesting. Before that, it was like, eh, I'm glad I'm watching this on 1.5 speed. And then all of a sudden they got like interesting hosts and interesting things to do. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I, I've only watched episode one, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. And then let's see, let's talk about things that we watched. Not together, but as well. Hmm. Uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, this is where they brought back the losers to pick a winner. Right. And um, so <coughs> Candy and, and Jimbo were the hosts of the the show that the, the people were coming out and they're doing a number to mm-hmm. impress the judges. Um, whoever impresses that gets to um, spin the wheel to double, triple, or quadruple mm-hmm. their fan votes. So the people that have been out online, and I'll tell you that, um, oh, what's her, um, uh, uh, the, the, no, the, 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 the one that won. Oh. Uh, what's her name? It's, um, James Manfield. Oh, okay. She yeah. has been all over Twitter. Now I'm not, uh, I'm not following her, but I'm seeing her constantly because, mm-hmm. you know, it's usually connected to Rue or it's connected right. to the show or something who I am following. So it'll pop up. So I've seen a lot from her where I haven't seen a lot from anybody else, but Jimbo and Candy. Those are the two that I see most of. And then it was James. Uh, so I'm wondering, cause she, James did win the uh, spin to double her, her fan vote. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but right. I still think La La Rue is going to win. Yeah, I I think so too. And of course she got uh she got triple. Right, but if she's not if she's not doing the same amount of of uh, social media as True. the other girls, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And and I keep but what I keep seeing online, and it's not from from it, not from the girl is uh, Jessica Wilde is getting a lot of touts from fans. Yes, she, I'm not seeing anything through her. Getting more and more stuff. Um, but I will say too, the one thing that was so disappointing about that episode, uh, was when Rue opened the library so that they could all like read each other, which is usually one of my favorite parts of the season. Oh my God, most of those girls couldn't read for filth. They were either like so mean that it was like, that wasn't a read. That was just mean. And then, or they were so bad. I mean, I'm like, girl, you are queen. Step, step it up. What the hell? Yeah. And that's it's one thing good. I'll say about Candy is, is she can read. She's really good at it. So yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, I was happy with the winners and everything, but I was expecting the end of the show, so it was like, a, oh, it's penultimate. Okay, we'll go with that. But it was nice to see him back. Um, next up, we watched Bachelorette, and it, this was the singing competition where they, where the the ones that were on the group date all had to write songs and um, get up there and perform them. And different, oh, Barbie, that's right. They were dressed up as different Kens from the Barbie movie. Right. And they all had to get up there and sing for Charity's Love. And uh the surfer ish kinda dude with the longer blonde hair, not the cowboy uh one. And uh I, I 
you know, liked him. I mean, you know. Well, he's cute, but he's yeah. terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, but he knew how, and that's the thing is he knew how to work the crowd. Would, where the others, I guess, kind of didn't, but well, he got he could he couldn't sing, but he could work the crowd. Yeah, and I think that that and he took his shirt off too, which I think oh. would help. Yeah, well, just like you do, that's you're working the crowd. Um, but again, the whole focus of the show was more Braden drama, and the tattletale guy oh. who I liked until he started. This is an, another show where he just. Oh, and here's what Brayden did. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, oh, I think you're a little too obsessed with Brayden. Well, yeah. And, and I love how the fact that the, the rest of the guys are like, you know, we can deal with Brayden's bullshit, you know, and, and his mm-hmm. ego. But Aaron, we can't deal with a tattletale. Right. Tattletale. And, and, and he's tat, and the thing is, he goes up to, to her and Aaron does up to charity. Mm-hmm. And says, oh, he says this, and he says that, and he says this, and he says that. Mm-hmm. And he's telling us all this. And she's like, oh. And then he <laughs> and he sits down, with, Braden sits down with her and goes, um, I've said this to you. Right. I'm not saying anything that I haven't said to you. After she, she has a big meltdown. Yeah. And then she's she's all of a sudden, she's upset. And I'm like, if you want to be upset, be upset, Aaron, because he's the one stirring the shit. Right. And you're the one. Just instigators, instigators are much worse than the idiots that are in the crowd yeah, because they true. just work. They try to work up everybody. Yeah. And I hate it. And so, yeah, I was upset at that because I love their um, their trip to um, the stadium down in San Jose, get out there on the oh, field. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really nice date. They had a really good time. And, uh, and, and, you know, Brandon's problem, Brandon's problem is that he talks about it afterwards. What a great time he had. And mm-hmm. that's just, it's like, nobody wants to hear about your good time when I'm sitting at home with a bunch of hot guys. Go- Wait, no, that would be me. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't want to hear about you, what you're doing with my girlfriend. Right. Exactly. And, and I, I get that. So he's just stirring the pot, but. Every time he's on screen, it seems like he's got another pair of earrings on. Oh my God. There's, and they're getting, they get so bad at times. Wow. Just yeah. It's like, I don't want to knock it, but at the same time, it's so like, dude, it's not flattering at all. Anyway. All right. Moving on from there. Um, secret, uh, cause I certainly wore my share back in the day before I knew you. Okay. Marvel's secret invasion. Um, I, 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 I'm so torn because I'm liking the show. I love the characters and I don't know. Here's a spoiler, a little bit of a spoiler alert, I guess. Once again, another episode and another really good character just killed for what? Well, because they're probably dead in the future and they've made reference to it. In in a, in a later show, not in not in this show, but oh, in a, okay. a Marvel thing, and so they have to kill off people that we know get killed off. See, because I thought this was like current day. But... Well, it's not at all. Oh, it's, okay. I mean, no, no, no. This is this is back when the aliens were first coming down to Earth. This was before, um, um what was it? It was Avengers, the one where they broke through and. They were trying to come down and destroy Earth, the aliens. 
Hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't, I thought it was like, cause I, a part of it when he's younger is back when they first got here, but then the ones now where he's not wearing his eye patch anymore, I thought were like current time. Well, the, I mean, I haven't seen this week's episode, so they may be. Okay. So yeah. So I told you, I, I, I find that it's one of those shows where I've, I've got a binge or I'm losing interest. Uh, see, yes. Yeah. I, I get that. Um, but yes, and I will just say that another main character was killed off, and I, it was my favorite character actually on the show, other than probably Fury himself. But so moving on, eh, uh, those are, I think those are the only ones we're watching together right now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, oh I did oh. want to mention, I did finish Deadlock. Oh, yeah. And you're right, it's a very satisfying ending. Yeah. Even if it doesn't go on to a season two, it ended fun and, you know, having a good time. And, um, and, but the, the thing that bothered me was when they, uh, when they're racing after the killer mm-hmm. and the killer gets washed away in, in the river. That's not going to spoil it for anybody because I'm not saying yeah. who, who it was. Right. But then they go down to, under the waterfall and they find them on a stalagmite that's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. I was like, really? Oh, where'd that come from? And boy, that's a long way from that uh, waterfall. From the drip of the water to yeah. swamp. You know, I mean, there must be a tree over it or something. Yeah. And he fell. Instead of falling down, He, uh, they fell diagonal. So <laughs> Right. That too. Uh, but um, still, it was a fun show, and I... I at, by the end, I was really liking all the characters and yeah. we got all their problems out and, uh, yeah. And yeah. it wasn't, wasn't her girlfriend that I thought it was. See, that's what I, there was a point where I thought that too. I was like, okay, but she's, uh, she was such an easy red herring too. Yeah. But I don't know. I, the girlfriend just drove me a little bit nuts. I'm like, this is a good reason to be single. <laughs> anyway. All right, uh, I watched John Wick 4 this week, and um, I was told that it was just new, fantastical ways that they were found to kill people, and that it was so bloody and such a big death count, and I didn't, I, I, what was it? Uh, Indiana Jones seemed bloodier than this. Not, not the kill count, because the kill count was just insane. I'm like, they must have like you know cleaners that just come like follow them around and clean. Well, it's it's like the Avengers. Who picks up after they're <laughs> done with uh, you know New York? Yeah, Somebody, somebody's got it. And how many people were killed? Um, yeah. Hundreds right, but, and hundreds. <laughs> yeah, and then John Wick. It's like um, I think they probably instead of like characters, they just assign. Uh, death certificates. Okay. Your death certificate is number four. Okay. You're uh, number five. You're number six, you know, cause they don't need to have names. Right. Victim, uh, John Wick victim four, you know. Yes. Yeah. So, no, you're absolutely right. Um, but it, it was, it was fun. I mean, I, I, but I didn't see all the new innovative ways blah 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 it just was a a good john wick movie where they ramped up the body count to a point where you're just like seriously like 
it, you know, it, I, it wasn't, it wasn't really wasn't that much more than three. Well, three yeah. was a lot as well. So, so, but, um, I, I, I liked it. I liked the characters in it and it, it was just, it was good. The whole, and I saw that end coming though. I just like, I'm like, uh, yeah, I know. I knew that was the way it was going to end. But you know, there's a number five. I'm not surprised, and I will watch that as well. It seems I like don't it, understand that with the ending. Oh, oh, I know. But, you know, it's always got to be that, and this is how he got sucked back in, or one of his, you know, nemesis who just couldn't let it go, and, you know, okay. that type of thing. But, yeah. And it must be an easy script to write, because it's like, he mumbles something here and then he kills a hundred people. It's like a five page script. So anyway, yeah, uh, the, the only person really getting a lot of work is the choreographer. Yeah. The they're the ones, that. they're the ones doing all the work. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, cause uh, John Wick kind of walks a line and then they come and he kills them and he kills them and he kills them and he kills them and he kills them. And he kills. Yeah. Okay. And then he moves on to the next room. So. Right. Oh, and the stairs, the battle on the stairs, I actually thought was really well done. Um, so, uh, and speaking, actually speaking of that, um, I watched a 10 minute doco piece on YouTube about the new Mission Impossible, which focused on Tom Cruise doing his own stunts and how they set it up, how long it took to design and figured out and set it up and they actually created like drones with cameras that were specifically designed to capture shots in this film um there it, it was really interesting and i'm not a big tom cruise fan but i will say that watching this like actually made me want to watch the movie and I'm not a huge Mission Impossible thing person either. It's like I can watch it in the background and be like, oh, that was neat. I want to see this one. You mean so, part one? Hmm? Part one. Part one of Mission Impossible? Yeah, this is a part one of a two film series. Oh, yes. I noticed that. Actually, I noticed that. I guess at the end they were like, and part two, it comes out and blah, blah. I was like, Really? You couldn't squeeze it all into one movie. Damn. Well, and this one's, you know, I I haven't looked yet. I'm going to look right now. You keep talking. Okay. I'm going to find out how long Mission Impossible is as a film. I hope it's not like a three hour one. Oh, it, I, I guarantee you, it's somewhere between two and a half and three hours because that's everything nowadays. Everything's two and a half, three hours except for Disney movies. Uh, well, okay. Uh, and then I went over and I watched uh, and just like that which I think this was just the latest episode that I watched because um, I binged like the first four. So, and then this one, and it's just such a good series. It's one of those, like, you watch it and you enjoy it and you feel good and you feel like you actually watched like a full, good, interesting show, which I want, which I wish I felt more like when I'm watching like Marvel's Secret Invasion it's like I'm liking the show, but it's still not it, – it's like I'm watching it so that I make sure that I'm up on all the Marvel timelines. To whereas uh, the – to whereas with this, it's like I watch it, and I'm like, and now I feel a little happy. Yay. 
So if you, even if you're not like a, a huge uh, Sex and the City fan, especially this season of And Just Like That is so good. All right. Did you find what you were looking for? Uh, 243. Uh, so two hours and 43 minutes. Okay. Take off 19 minutes for credits. Uh, <laughs> oh, but but you have to add in a half hour for trailers at the beginning. Oh, uh, yeah. True. Because uh, we saw Indiana Jones. It was two and a half hours long, uh, and it took us th- three hours from the beginning of the movie until the uh, the beginning of the when the lights went down till the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. So, um, let's see. I I watched. Uh, I kept forgetting some of the other stuff that I wanted to watch, so I ended up watching Hell's Kitchen season twenty one. Now that's not a new one, is it? Yeah, well, I don't, it's the latest one, and it's the one that I haven't seen. I don't know if it's, like, new, new, but it's all, it's all all out and released, so it's, you know. Um, So I just, this one's not, you know, I mean, Hell's Kitchen for me is one of those shows that I just love to watch. Uh, It just makes me feel, like, the same way that, like, the hoarding shows do. It's just, like, it hits something in me that makes me all, hmm, I watched the show and it was good. This one ain't doing it. And I'm not liking any of the people there. I'm not seeing any one of them except maybe one guy take it seriously at all. I'm trying to figure out the ones that are like the serious contestants that you're like, okay, they know that these guys are going to be the ones that go through. These guys are probably the actors because they're so fucking obnoxious and weird that how could they be a real person? Uh, but how oh, it's just, it's like they just threw a bunch of weird people together and said, okay, let's make something out of this. So, oh, and I think they must have run out of celebrities to come by because they've had Skid, uh, a guy from Skid Row, one of the guitarists or something from Skid Row on there. Uh, and then another one from, uh, oh gosh, what, what was the other? Uh, I don't know, like Poison or this or that. I mean, just like these kind of old rocker dudes that you're like, really? You're just like, oh, you know, we've got, I mean, it's not even like Slash coming in. You're like, hey, Guns N' Roses, Slash, I know you. This is like the, oh yeah, I kind of remember that guy. Yeah. So anyway, um, there's that. And then that's kind of, uh, except for, uh, we had to go up to Auburn twice this last week to do uh, EKG and um, uh, what was the other thing we had to do? Um, oh, we had to take a class for the, the knee surgery and recovery that my mom's going to be going through. And so we had to do all that. Um, and uh, yeah, that was uh, Interesting. And going Auburn, for those that don't know, are is about 40, 45 miles away. So in the heat, no air conditioning. And uh, it has no air. Yeah, we, we don't have any. Uh, we, we only have like the fan and the windows open because the air conditioning, we keep seeming to get it fixed. And then it works for like a day or two and then goes, Boop. nope. So anyway. Uh, so that's kind of my week. Uh, let's see. All right. Stop me if you've heard this one, because literally I'm, I'm not sure that we did this one. Um, this is uh, advice from Miss Manners. 
My husband and I recently gave a jazz and dinner party at our NYC apartment. His five-piece band performed a concert. Then we served a buffet dinner for people to serve themselves and then return to their chairs and tables. After dinner, an older guest, a friend of 50 years, dressed me down in front of another guest, a younger friend of 25 years, about my working too hard when I had all those women there to help me. I had two women whose main duty was to pick up dishes and glasses, wash them, and put them away fast. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, our apartment has a modern open floor plan, which I dislike, as the kitchen is literally part of the living room. Yes, I helped my paid help get food from the oven to the counter to speed the process for the 30 guests. I didn't actually serve food or wash things. I did go around with two bottles of wine, topping up people's drinks, which I actually enjoy doing. My older friend's unwelcome comments irked me, but I handled it with humor, saying to my younger friend who, like me, works in theater, well, the reviews are in. The following day, older friend wrote an effusive thank you. Uh, an email praising the music, the company, the food, and our apartment, and then repeating in writing her criticism of my working too hard. I think she was out of bounds. What do you think? I think <laughs> you're all a bunch of snobs is what you are. Um, well, we had little people helping us. I don't know. They probably came from Florida, shipped up from DeSantis or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's um, um, got an, and I love she is such a bragger too. Our New York apartment, and we had a five-piece band to entertain my thirty guests. <laughs> but I had food catered in, uh-huh. and you know, there's nothing wrong with the host um, helping out because that appe- that appears that she actually did something more than just order food. Uh-huh. And, and topping off wine is a perfect way of talking to the guests. So that's yes. good. Uh, I mean, she, she said she liked it, but that's something um, you kind of want to do. So you get around and you get, you, you get a feel for the crowd. You see what's going on, but you know, uh, she sounds like she's just a prude bitch. Yeah. It was, well, I think that her friend is more of a pro- I, I do think her friend was out of line and saying something like that. If you want to send it in an email or something like that, whatever. But to do it for another guest really is out of line. But I don't so, know. But how how, how did she say it? Oh, girl, if you're going to have help, don't help the help. You know, it could have been as simple as that. But, you know, the way she's well, talking... Oh my God, slaving with the slaves is not appropriate for the master master well, of the house. In, in rich white woman talk, that, that is that is basically what she said. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All and right. I, I think she kind of felt that way too, even though she she's trying not to. Well, you know, I had oh, to no. jump in because they just weren't getting it done fast enough. Well, and that to me is indicative of somebody who's kind of a control freak because you have people that can right. handle it. But at the same time, 
you're getting it out faster, you're helping, you're just, you're the host. It's your job to make sure that things are running smoothly. There's right. nothing wrong with what she did, in my opinion. No, not at all. Anyway, let's see. Miss Banner says, gentle reader, that your friend is not helpful. Oh, uh, she asked what you think. That your friend is not helpful. You and Miss Manners both know what she was really saying is that there is something declassé about being considerate of the help. Should she repeat this unpleasant performance, you could thank her for her concern and say how kind of her it would be to lend you a hand next time if you want to invite her next time. Okay. Interesting. Well. That's the whitest thing I've read in a long time. All right, moving on. Um, uh, hey, Chubbs, Timothy asks, what style is the inside of your house decorated in? Eclectic, whatever I can find, <laughs> and afford. Yeah, uh, mine is... Um, Modern theater. Uh, well, yeah, I've got all the theater posters um, from Broadway, the sign stuff up on the walls, and uh, and the, the the walls themselves are orange. I, I I like having the orange walls. Actually, it was one color that we both agreed on. Hmm. Sean's mother hates it, but we like it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's just kind of boy comfort here. You know, it's nothing special. Gay boy comfort, I should say. Mm. Um, I got, I have a collection of uh, gargoyles and Santa Clauses. So, yes, yeah. So, uh, and then, you know, the kitchen. I just like to, um, you know, it's nothing. It's modern. I don't. Yeah, know, yeah we we have a lot of uh, like Buddhas, uh, Buddhist type elephants. You know, more, I guess, kind of Eastern. Uh, things like that, and then, uh, well, I have my new Harry Styles uh, framed poster where he's laying nude on a coming out of a big heart. Yeah, you see Peter? Uh, no, unfortunately, that part's covered. But I don't know. I I think he's really neat, but uh, his hair, girl. Moving on. Uh, hey, Chubbs, Timothy asks, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen? I mean, it, that's a hard one. Yeah. Some are scarier for different reasons. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you there's a movie called, uh, what was it called? It's from the 60s. Oh, that's another scary one from the sixties. Scary movies from the sixties are scarier to me because mm -hmm. they, they had to rely on, um, I'm fucking you. Well, yes, but, but they didn't, they didn't have, you know, CGI and special effects that they, a lot that they could deal with. And, um, uh, I'm trying to remember it was Audrey Hepburn and she is a blind woman who lives in this apartment, I think a New York apartment, as a matter of fact. And uh, what happens is that her husband has been doing something illegal. And, 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 um, and he's, I think he's probably dead at this point. And they, the bad guys are coming to the apartment to find what they're looking for in the apartment. 
and and the this his wife this or girlfriend this blind woman is there and she's you know slowly has to figure out these guys are bad and something awful is going to happen and there's a scene at the end that i actually ran out of the theater screaming huh i was young i was very young you know i, I was a young teenager but i ran out of the well i probably wasn't even a teenager yet huh. i was probably like 11 or 12 and it was terrifying to me Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then there was the, uh, and I'll try to, I'll, I'll look up the name of that, uh, after I'm done. I'm sure some people out there already know it. Um, there was one from the sixties, uh, 1960 called the, uh, the innocence. And that was the screw, the turn of the screw movie. Uh, it's what, that's the book it's based on. And it's about, um, this nanny that comes to stay and take care of these two kids. But the last nanny that that was there uh, went insane and killed herself after her lover, the uh, the gardener, was killed, and so the their That's spirits familiar. can be seen around the house. And I was terrified, <laughs> terrified of that movie for years. Um, and, and you know, because you can run, you know, Jason can run around, and you know, um, smiley face. The spook face, whatever his name is, um, you know, uh, Michael Myers, but you know, they're all pretty, you know, you know, they're running around with a knife. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was, you didn't know what was going to happen or when things were, and those, that's what really scares me. Um, you remember the movie, uh, Black Christmas? That was where this is the original one from, uh, Canada where, uh, it was a group of girls in a sorority house. Uh, it was right before Christmas. Uh, there's a killer in the attic and, uh, and he's taking out the girls and, and, uh, you know, one by one. And they all think that they've just gone home for Christmas. They've left without saying goodbye. Oh, okay. And, uh, it's the, it's the movie that, um, that they say the call's coming from inside the house. Oh, okay. And, and, uh, it was oh, what's her name? Uh, the uh, Livia Hussey. She had the long hair, kind of like Crystal Gale, long hair down to her ass. And at one point, she real they go, the call's coming from in the house, and she's like, uh oh, and she hangs, you know, she drops the phone and starts running, and she starts uh, heading down the stairs, and as she gets off, I think she's just getting off the stairs, and the guy comes behind her and grabs her hair. Oh, and, yeah, okay. and her, her knees buckle. I was terrified in that one too. But there's another one that did not have to rely on uh, special effects. It was it was scary because it was a shock. Uh, kind of like when Kevin Bacon got killed in the first Friday the Thirteenth, and the arrow came from underneath the bed. Oh yeah, I mean, those kind of surprises. Those are kind of fun. But then scary movies have just generally gotten less scary. Yeah, and I don't know whether it's just we get older and more used to it because we've seen more of them, or they're just not as innovative as they used to be because we've seen it. We've seen all that. Uh, There was a couple movies that uh, got me. One, the the first, I think I was 17 when I watched the first, uh, um, the... Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, and that was like my first horror movie. So <laughs> starting out with the mother of them all. 
that yeah. was like freaky as fuck um and then there was oh what was the other one there was another one that was like really scary that just left my mind scary for me anyway um but oh uh the exorcist that was another one that scared the piss out of me um when i was young and impressionable but i think one of the ones that has stuck with me the longest was again uh one of the ones where you didn't see anything and that was i think the original house on haunted hill um yeah where she's like called to the house and the house talks to her and all this stuff i mean and when they had the way that the that you know like the lesbians were in the room on the bed and the walls were like making noise and kind of bowing in and out and stuff like that and i mean i'd seen horror movies by that point but that it was all like one big creepy mindfuck and it just i was just waiting for the thing to jump out and it never did and which is one of the reasons that the remake was so horrible is because they showed everything to whereas in the other one, they didn't show shit, but it was still scary as hell. So. Yeah. Uh, the movie with the blind woman was wait until dark. Oh, okay. I remember the, the title of it. I don't think I saw it, but uh, the other one with the kids sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that one, that one uh, has been remade over and over again. So that may have been where you saw it. And the fun part about the wait until dark was Alan Arkin, the the brilliant Alan Arkin that just died last week. Yeah, he was the bad guy, mm. and you know he he plays a great good guy. So it was really something seeing him the bad guy. But all those old movies, like I mean, Hush Hush, Sweet Charlotte, and things like that, they all just worked their way into your into your mind and and got you scaring yourself. Anyway. Well, you know, like I said, it's a lot of the, you know, I, I hate being mean to the uh, the horror film directors of today, but they're kind of lazy with what they do. Yeah. You know, um, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I love them. I love the show. I love a good horror film, but I love a good horror film. Make one. Because, mm. you know, Megan was a horror movie, but it was not, I didn't think of it as much of a horror movie as I thought of it as a kind of a, Campy, um, well, campy horror film, I guess more. It's horror only because of the situation, but it didn't feel as horror. You know, I, I could have seen her do more. Mm-hmm. That's why I said number two is going to be so much better than number one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I get that. Um, where are we? There we are. Okay. Um, all right. So what's in your lunchbox? Well, we had a few people write in. We had somebody who wrote in who has not written in for What's in Your Lunchbox for quite some time. No, I saw that. So, wow. Uh, And uh, the only thing that I was told was shrimp Alfredo brisket tacos. So that is the first uh, one here. And those tacos look amazing. I really want those tacos. Uh, if I had shredded cheese, I might make tacos tonight just because those are so wonderful, although I don't have the rest of the stuff either. But, you know, and the Alfredo looks nice. I mean, the shrimp on it looks nice. looks well cooked. So and then there is a second photo that was not uh, not 
described, at least from what I saw. So we'll have to guess. Obviously, that's a beer. The beer looks wonderful. Sure, sure. It's tasty. Uh, it looks like some, uh, a, uh, uh, well, is that a BLT? It's a BLT. Okay, and those fries look amazing. With yep. a side of mayo. Love the side of mayo. Gotta use those for the fries. Um, are those some sort of tater tots? See, I, I was thinking tater tots, but would you get tater tots and fries? Huh. Well, I guess if you're really into it, but there's a dip for it too. Yeah. Well, which, which that's not a problem, but, and they look longer than, than tater tots. So yeah, I don't, they could be, um, something sure. that's, something that's like, it could be zucchini that's in smaller pieces like that. There you go. Yeah, but yeah. then you've got the meat over here and that looks like I'm thinking maybe burnt ends. I and, guess. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just know that it it is obviously. I well, I, I not even obviously. It looks like beef, little little beef chunks, appetizers, something. Well, that's why I thought maybe burnt ends because those are uh, on at the the tips of the ribs. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. You cut those off the tips and and you cook those and you, you usually don't get a whole lot of meat on them, but they're they're very tasty. Hmm. Uh, yeah. And, but yeah, no. so, and this, of course, was sent in by Miss Bacon. Thank you so much, Miss Bacon. We loved getting the stuff from you. And uh, of course, now she is officially entered into the year end contest. No, not year end, Halloween. Well, Halloween, yes, but if we have a year end contest, I'll just automatically put her in that one too, because it, it's bacon. She's just, you know, no, no, no. she needs to be more, uh, you know, she can't, she can't leave us hanging. And once a year, she throws one out at us. We need her all the time. Oh, I know in spirit, she's there for us all the time. Just like, just like, um, well, spiritual figures and Santa. Bacon claws. All right. Mr. Moose also wrote in. He said, uh, was rummaging through the refrigerator and spotted the remains of a quart of buttermilk. Bought it two weeks ago for a recipe and didn't use it at all. I saw that it expires tomorrow and I'm not one to waste food. By the way, how does one know if buttermilk has turned? It already smells like ass. Oh girl, if that's your, if your ass smells like buttermilk, I don't know. You might need a douche. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, I was racking my brain thinking of a way to use it. Fried chicken strips came to my home. Oh, yes, it did. Uh, I soaked chicken in buttermilk before frying. Makes the meat tender. So, uh, and the breading stick. So I got three pounds of chicken breast and soaked it in the buttermilk. The breading was flour, panko bread, crumbs, and spices. Deep fried them in the wok. Oh, and I have a lock now, too. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mr. Dave, for that. And we've got uh, pictured here are chicken strips, fried apples, mashed potatoes, and some ranch dressing to, tip, to dip the strips in. Have a great week, gentlemen. And, uh, you know, at first I was like, really? He only sent one picture this week? But that was worth it. It was so worth it. Well, it's, it's funny because we... Um... There was a special on chicken legs over at Foods Co. this week. Uh, 99 cents a pound for chicken legs. Really? So mm. we picked up two cases or two cart, two things of them that left us with 
I want to say 16 or no 20 chicken legs. So mm-hmm. we froze, we froze a bunch of them and I'm thinking we should have, um, oh wait, no, there was, there were 12 in each. So it was 24. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm thinking, um, but I don't really cook chicken legs. So they, they turned out nice. They were good. But I'm thinking I want to do some buttermilk with them the next time just to get them, give them more. Cause you can also season the buttermilk, which will help get season the chicken. Mm. The chicken was really seasoned nicely on the outside, yeah. but we didn't give enough time to let it soak into the, the meat. And that's, I know that the buttermilk does that. So that's interesting. I never really thought about doing that. Um, my mom really likes, uh, when I get, some legs like that and i just bake up put them in the oven and bake them sure she loves that but uh i think she'd love this more so might have to try that um try to be all industrious so thank you so much mr moose for sharing that um you you've inspired uh inspired us uh jackie sent in a photo that just said taco night and i think this is very interesting because She's got everything lined up. She's got her guac. She's got her uh, red, uh, probably salsa. Oh, it's got ketchup. Sour cream. It's ketchup. And, and that's ranch. No, that may be ketchup. sour. No, I don't think that's ketchup. Potato tots. Well, well um, I still think that's salsa. It's a little chunky. Okay. But, but it is for her tacos. And since You're right. I, I You're right. If, it, if it's ketchup, it's gone bad. Okay. Oh, but uh, since it since it is, she's a a oh no, there's some meat in there. That's got to be meat. So, but yeah, yeah. ground beef in in one of the tacos, and I think it's interesting that she's got one soft shell and one hard shell. Yeah, and, and it looks like she's got some cheese or something coming out yeah. of the the the, the hard oh. shell. But oh, the yeah, thing, I wonder if that's thing, like a queso one. Yeah, maybe. But the thing that got me was the tater tots. And I thought, you know what? For somebody that is like a uh, vegetarian or something, tater tot taco, that might work. Yeah. Getting real crispy. But, uh, oh, and then she's got some uh, sangria scenorial. I don't know. It's something. Sangria. All right. Anyway, thank you so much for sending that in. And now... It's time to remind you that uh, Golden Rule Services want you to know about an important tool preventing you from contracting HIV. PrEP is a medication proven to be 99% effective when preventing HIV infection. To learn more about PrEP, visit sacgrs.org. Find Tom's other podcast at swannerandjud.com. Find my books at justkisstheguy.com. Find all our links at allmylinks.com slash Chubbs Gone Wild. And you can give us a call at 408-69-CHUBBS. Don't forget, you can also look us up on Threads, the latest social app. We are over there and having fun. Uh, it's not under Chubbs Gone Wild, though. It's under just our, our regular names. I haven't figured out the other thing yet. I know. Anyway. It's, kind of, it's kind of confusing. Yeah, so... I think I think they're probably they probably just put on a very simple version mm-hmm. first, and then it'll get more complicated. Yeah, because uh, you know, with Instagram, I manage about four different Instagram accounts, and I can just have them all linked 
to the same thing and just go through it. But in threads, I can't even get it to pop up the business one. So anyway, so we love you and we'll catch you next time. Bye. A network of inclusion. Unifospods.net. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. This has been a For Fuck's Sake production.